Well, kia ora, hello and welcome to the Coast Vineyard Podcast. Whether you're a regular or a first-time listener, it's so good to have you listening in. We hope and pray that wherever you may find yourself at today, that the message that you're about to hear would be helpful for your journey of faith. So without further ado, let's get into this week's message. Father, we just so thank you for the opportunity of being together. We thank you for your church. We thank you for your presence with us. Uh, We thank you for the people around us. We thank you for the people on our left and right and front, behind. Uh, If we're sitting in our lounge room right now, if we've got someone else there, we thank you for them. But we thank you for for this body of Christ that we get to do life with. And it's nice to be in a space to be able to be reminded of that in a physical way. But we thank you that even when we're not in the physical closeness, We're still here together with you, Lord God. And so we just pray that as we gather around your word in this next little while, Father, would you just speak into our hearts? Would you um, pave a way forward? Would you call us forward into those things that you desire for us to live in and live out of? Come, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. Um, Many of you will know that uh, we've just had little Josiah down here. Do Do you want to meet him? Do you need to meet him? Oh, he's in the middle of eating. (laughs) Not that he's eating in the auditorium. (laughs) Uh, This is Josiah, so uh, seven months old this week. Say hi. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Daryl. Say hi to everyone. Um, And uh, obviously been a bit of a life adjustment. We've got two older girls, um, Ella and Annalise, 12 and 8. So a little bit of a, you know, re-entry into... um, baby zone, but it's been a wonderful, uh, a wonderful re-entry and a real gift to us. And one of the things that I have found myself doing uh, in the last little while, actually, is um, where he's been quite unsettled in the evenings, um, and I found myself sort of singing to him. And, oh, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Rach is much better at getting him settled, but I'll just claim the glory of, you know, singing to him. Anyway, I found myself singing to him, and, and I remember doing that with our, with our girls as well. And, and, but again, just kind of surprised by the, by the calmness that it brings to him, you know? It's like, oh, okay, that, that actually kind of really works, at least while you're singing. Um, and so, you know, kind of hold him close so you can kind of feel the vibrations of as you, as you sing. And obviously the, the notes, he's not judgmental about the tune or me not remembering any of the words. He doesn't care. And uh, one of the things that I love about Scripture is that if we look for it, we see the different ways that God speaks to us, communicates with us, connects with us. And one of those ways is through song. Now, we actually only, in the, in the Bible, as far as I'm aware anyway, and I might have missed it, but I think there's only one particular reference of God singing over us, you know, Zephaniah. And I want to read some of those verses for you in a, in a little bit. But, but apart from that, there are hundreds of references to song, to singing, to and normally, obviously, it's, it's, it's us to God, you know, or it's a person singing about worshipping God. And so it's quite believable to me that when we read these, these verses that we'll read in a second in Zephaniah about God singing over us, it, 
it seems quite believable that God would use that genre <laughs> to communicate and connect with us. In the same sort of way as me sort of singing over Josiah and the calm that it brings to him, it, there's something about song and melody and music that sort of just connects with us at a, at a different level, a deeper level. Even if we can't kind of put language to it or explain it exactly, there is something that happens in music, right? And our creative God that we serve and love and walk alongside obviously knows this, the God of all creation. And so it just totally makes sense to me that God would use this creative means to to communicate and connect with us. And so this afternoon, yes, uh, I'm, I'm keen to just sort of explore this a little bit with you. Is that all right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all right. We'll just keep going, and if you, it's all right, well, we'll just we'll talk at the end. <laughs> Zephaniah. It's this small little uh, book. Um, Zephaniah is known as one of the minor prophets, one of the less important ones. <laughs> no, actually, to make it into the Bible, that's a pretty big deal, right? So Zephaniah is a, a, one of the minor prophets. It's a very small book in the Old Testament, only three chapters long. And uh, obviously before the time of Christ, so it's a little bit of a different setting that Zephaniah is speaking into. But uh, there is some... There's actually some really powerful, on both ends, uh, language that Zephaniah uses. Some, some sort of regard Zephaniah as uh, one of the most contrasting books in the Bible. So at the very beginning of the book of Zephaniah, remember it's only three chapters long, so at the very beginning of the book of Zephaniah, you've got this quite raw, uh, kind of pulling, trying to pull people back uh, into right relationship with God. The, the kind of righteousness of God, the judgment of God is, is, is kind of laid, laid bare for all to see. The reality is that Zephaniah is speaking into a people, a nation that has gone far away from God. So the, the previous kings to him, just so happens that in the first chapter of Zephaniah, it tells us that it was during the reign of Josiah, that Zephaniah is prophet. Hey, Josiah, yeah. And uh, anyway, so, so when scholars kind of look at that, they say, oh, okay, what they know about, um, about Josiah, King Josiah, uh, King of Judah, divided kingdom, don't worry about it if that doesn't make sense to you, that's all right. So he's, he's a king who helps to bring a nation of people back on track with God. And so they suggest that Zephaniah is probably speaking early on within Josiah's reign because it makes sense. He's, he's talking very, very straight, very, very raw to a people to bring them back on track with God. Remember, time before Christ, we haven't been through Easter. We haven't had this, this incredible story in our faith of being able to connect so easily with God Jesus making a way for us, sins to be forgiven for us, to be in right relationship with God. They haven't had that encounter just yet. But then you fast forward just a, a, a few chapters, and the end of Zephaniah, in Zephaniah 3, where this particular reference of God singing over us is, 
there is one of the most beautiful accounts of God's love for us. Kenneth Barker, a uh, biblical scholar, he, he, he puts it really nicely because he recognizes that that's actually not that uncommon for us to have that experience with God. Out of the darkness of our lives comes the dawn of God's love and care. Anyone ever been through a tough season? <laughs> Some of those very toughest seasons that we go through in our life, if we continue to walk through them with God, out of them can come some of the most precious, most beautiful encounters with God's love. And so here we are in this book of extremes, starting off in this raw sort of manner, but ending with this incredible account of God's love for us, for his people, for the nation that he so cares about. So let's, let's, let's read a few of these verses, right? Uh, some of the last verses of, uh, of Zephaniah 3. Yeah, all right so far? See, not too edgy. It's based in the Bible. It's all good. All right, Zephaniah 3, verse 14. Sing, daughter Zion, shout aloud, Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart. Daughter Jerusalem, the Lord has taken away your punishment. He has turned back your enemy. The Lord, the King of Israel, is with you. Never again will you fear any harm. On that day, they will say to Jerusalem, Do not fear, Zion, do not let your hands hang limp. That um, saying in there is kind of like, you know, don't be despondent, don't be uh, discouraged, don't have a sense of powerlessness. Sort of like we might say, don't have your head hang low, you know. Verse 17, the Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you. And then, you know, here's this, this awesome thought, this very cool promise, but will rejoice over you with singing. We'll rejoice over you with singing. Or in the message version, often just puts it so well, he'll calm you with his love and delight you with his songs. Then it sort of just switches a little bit. It moves from talking in the third person to then talking in the first person. It moves from any sort of reference to, to from uh, judgment to this, this promise of, of God's sort of love. I will remove from you all who mourn over the loss of your appointed festivals, which is a burden and a reproach for you. Isn't it cool that God cares about the things that we care about? At that time, I will deal with all who oppressed you. I will rescue the lame. I will gather the exiles. I will give them praise and honor in every land where they have suffered shame. At that time, I will gather you. At that time, I will bring you home. I will give you honor and praise among all the peoples of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your very eyes, says the Lord. Isn't that just a, a beautiful picture of God's love, this... Um, 
you know, you can see it, sort of this recurring imagery of uh, God as our good shepherd coming through there again, you know, like gathering us, bringing us home, protecting us. This, this incredible promise of new creation, of this time where we're going to be able to spend eternity with our God. Just this, it's a cool picture, eh? And so today, I want to, I just sort of want to move a little bit beyond the black and white, uh, just a, a little bit beyond just the kind of what's there in the text, or it's, you know, it's there for all to see. And I want to, I want to invite you into a little bit of holy imagining. Just, I, I just want to kind of lean into this idea of God singing over us a little bit more. I, I, I love that in general, God might sing over us. But I just wonder about the specifics. And I want to ask you this afternoon, what might be the song that God is singing over you right now? Yes, in general terms, you know, he delights in us, he rejoices uh, with us. But for you, at the moment, right now, in this season, in this time, when you walk into work on Tuesday, <laughs> what's the song, what's the melody that God might be singing over you as an invitation towards an aspect of who he is? that he knows that you desperately desire and need and want. What I'd like to do is I just want to play a few different types of songs that God might be singing over you. And I know it's a little bit dangerous, right? Because the number of people in the room is the number of songs that God will be singing right now, you know? And so I don't want to just sort of narrow it down to, okay, well, it's got to be one of these, you know, however many. But instead, I hope it kind of does the opposite. I, I, I hope that it just starts you stirring, starts you thinking, starts you dreaming, starts your imagining, starts you just sort of inviting God in to ask that question for yourself. Okay, God, what... What song, what's, whether you have thought about that concept or whether you think that's a good thing to do or a stupid thing to do, you know? <laughs> Is it all right? Okay. I reckon one of the first songs that he might be singing over us, he might be singing over you as a song of peace. You know, like, um, like with little Josiah, just bringing, bringing peace uh, to a particular man. This, this season, uh, over the last couple of, year, couple of years, has desperately needed God's peace upon it, hasn't it? You know, both on a large scale and a small scale for our own, our own personal lives. Maybe God's song over you at the moment is to help bring peace into the storm to bring order into chaos.
as we go through these songs, I just want you to be listening for the voice of God, you know, that invitation. Not every one of these ones will be for you, but there will be some, hopefully, that sort of just, ah, they just grab you that little bit more and just to simply be attentive to that thing, that nudging within your heart, within your spirit. Peace that holds me when I'm broken, that passes understanding. When the whole wide world is crashing down, I fall to my knees and breathe in your peace. Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Peace. It's crashed. Next um, song that we will get to, but we've just got to wait for the computer to reset, uh, is a song of identity. So this is of finding our true identity in God rather than sort of being being bullied into the way that the world might say that our identity is to be shaped or to be had or whether we're where we are to find our worth, that we would actually come back to that place of true identity in God. Let's see. It's a great song. You say I am loved when I can't feel a thing. You say I am strong when I think I am weak. You say I am held when I am falling short. When I don't belong, oh, you say I am yours. Spirit who received what you about, brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. You're his. And sometimes that's kind of the most powerful thing that we can hear, isn't it? You know, that you are his. I love that scene um, of Jesus uh, getting baptized, you know, comes out of the water, Spirit of God just descends on him like a dove, and this voice from heaven says, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. You know, he hasn't called the disciples, he hasn't started his ministry He hasn't done any miracles that we're aware of. Yet here is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Maybe for you it's that song of identity that you need to hear deep in your heart that you are his. There's something about music and song that sort of pierces us just that little bit, nudges us that little bit more, eh, you know? Ah, yeah, I know that I'm, ooh, okay, yeah, you know? (laughs) Or maybe you find yourself in a place of just simply being 
weary and tired. Again, just, you know, the season that we've been, <laughs> that we've been through, you're just like, oh. And maybe the song that God would sing over you at the moment is a song of restoration. Maybe it's in the area of healing, of renewing hope into your heart again. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Here's another one. Carrie Job uh, sings that song. And if you are finding yourself in a place of feeling broken, she is a great artist um, to listen to. She has some beautiful, deep songs that really help to bring the Spirit of God into those places. And uh, I know, you know, that, that song, but some of your other ones as well, have, have meant a real lot to me in some, in some really trying times. And uh, maybe that's the type of song that God might be singing over you at the moment. And we've got, we've got people in the room who are in all sorts of different spaces. What might it be that God's inviting you into, wanting to sing over your life? With those different spaces, we've also got people in the room right now. And your song is more about motivation. Your song is more about um, that, that stretch, that being called into the season that's ahead of you, the, the step that you know that God is nudging you towards and just wanting you to take. And uh, I didn't really know what to call this type of song, but I've called this a song, Get Up and Go. You know, like it's like, yeah, 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 I, I, can, I, can, I can deal with the, 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 the restorative stuff, but actually I'm in that place where I feel the stirring of God and I, and I need to move forward. I, I, I want to move forward. And God's song over you isn't just a, 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 a nice fairy, not fairy, you know, a nice one. It's a motivational one. It's a, it's a get up and go. Let's, let's move. I love this song. Those dreams that you have in your heart, you know? Pentecostal fire stirring something in me. I'm not going to run out of miracles anytime soon. It's a great song. Hey, if you're looking for, oh, I want to hear more. Not from me. I know. I know. It's all right. Um, on, our, um, on our YouTube and 
Facebook and stuff of the service, uh, you'll f- you'll find links to the full tracks of these songs if you if you do want to just kind of explore them a little bit more. It's a great song, but to be honest with you, I wanted to play this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have the tiger there, just there. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the reality of some in the room. Don't just rest on your hands. God's calling you forward. He's got a he's got a he's he's got a mission for you to outwork within your workplace, within your family, within your friends. He's got something that he's calling you into. A song of get up and go. Ephesians 3, verse 20, this is the verse for you. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, it is time to believe and to walk forward to see those impossible things become possible with God. And, uh, and finally, <laughs> I know, we can keep on going, I know, I know. Maybe today, just the the simple reality of the song that God might be singing over you is just a, a song of invitation. You know, maybe for you, you've just been exploring this whole idea of faith, of who God is, of, of church. And if you were to just stop and allow just... God to sing over you, it would probably just be a song of invitation, of inviting you to come to the altar. We sing this song in church. Just simply that invitation to come. Let the one who is thirsty come, and let the one who wishes take the free gift of the water of life. You know that that gift is there for you if you're in that place of uh, exploring who God is. It's just... It's a free gift for you to just simply receive. And I would just sense that God's song over you would just be that come, you know, that, that invitation to come. And if that is the reality, man, we would love to just be able to echo that. We would love to be able to help you in that journey. You probably came to church with someone today or know some other people around. Just ask them, how do I, how do I, how do I walk forward uh, in, in this journey with God. So just some, some possible songs that God might be singing over you. I wonder, 
I wonder what it is. I wonder what that song is for here and now for you. Not for the person next to you, but for you. I kind of feel like we should sing or something, right? <laughs> but actually, that it's kind of not the point. <laughs> um, guys, why don't you come, Simon and Josh, why don't you come and join me? I think what we, what we do just as we sort of wrap up um, here this afternoon is, um, is that we just create a bit of space to just, to just listen for ourselves. And, you know, as I've been kind of prattling on, you might have uh, heard something, heard God kind of whisper to you a little bit, but I just want to um, create this space so that you can really hear um, for yourself. So why don't we all just stand to our feet? And um, yeah, these guys are just going to um, play quietly in the background. And what I think what might be quite cool to do is, um, is just to give it some space. And I want you to really listen. I want you to listen. Uh, just maybe it's one that, you know, I've, I've played now or something else in particular that you really sense. And as you have that sort of nudge, I'd love you to do just a little physical thing and just open up your hands. And what I want to do is just give it some time and then we want to pray into those things that God is stirring and talking to you, inviting you into, okay? So Holy Spirit, we just pause right now. We thank you for this awesome thought of that you sing over us. And we can kind of put some language to it, Lord, but, but at the end of the day, we, we just love to hear that song, Lord. So we just pause and invite you in. And I pray that you would help us to Use some holy imagining. Speak to us, Lord. Sing over us. Well, thanks so much for joining us for today's message. We hope and pray that it's been most helpful. If you are keen to find out a little bit more about us as a church whanau or you'd like to touch base, then you can go to coast.org.nz and there you'll find information about our in-person services, online services, various resources and activities. Enjoy the day. Be blessed.